What's up, Buzznet? In reference to the podcast. At you. Back at you. <laughs> at you. Just at you. We're just at you. We're back after a brief week hiatus. I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. And Heather's got a freaky, freaky Friday story for us. Oh, I might have a True Crime Tuesday one for you, too. But, but yes, I do have a freaky Friday uh, we're going to learn about the Dybbuk box today. Ooh. Do you know what that is? Yes. I mean, I don't know, like, the whole history of it, but... Didn't M cover it? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Sorry. I'm listening. I'm just... Giving my dog the look. I he's, see you. he's like I'm just he's like I'm he's like I know he's like I'm waiting. I see you. Don't do it. He was well this morning. I had to give my presentation virtually, and I, he was like on the couch, and I was like, "Please don't <laughs> snore." And he didn't. And then we had a meeting at three o'clock, and he was snoring so loud. Thankfully, I didn't have to talk during the meeting, so I could keep my microphone muted the whole time. <laughs> So loud. But he's so cute, though. In his little sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his little sweater. <laughs> Alright. I was honestly surprised that that fit him. <laughs> um, well, I didn't know it Velcro. That's probably the only reason why it still fits him. Well, it only Velcro's like... It's like a V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is! So it only Velcro... Like it, It's like a quarter zip, rather. Quarter like his, Velcro. His golf club shirt. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's a hoodie. Um, and when I first put it on him, the hood kept getting stuck on his eyes. <laughs> it, it was it was not an easy feat to get on, but... Poor Brody. And it was an even worse time getting it off. <laughs> was he fighting? He's like, get it off, Mom. No, it wasn't that. It was just, it was so tight that, like... There was no give to it to pull it off over his head. <laughs> so, we had a fun time. That was my entertainment for the day. <laughs> Alright, tell us about this divot box. Okay, I, uh, I, I have a very short list today. You used Ghost Adventures Artifact, Wikipedia, and TMZ. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I have- sorry, I am listening still. But from his Velcro, I have, like, a cut from my- That's what you were saying, your hands were so- they, like, legit cut you? Yes. And it's like those, like, paper mm. cut cuts. Yeah, I know all too well about those. Yeah. Is that why you- is that why you're- you rubbing, like, lotion on your hands? Yes. Lotion on from my <laughs> ring finger knuckle- all the way to my, like, pointer finger knuckle. Ew. Um, Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I went out for lunch to get food. And so, like, as soon as I get back in my car after having to touch all the doorknobs and everything, leaving my house. My hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, as soon as I popped oh. it into my hand, I was like, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna burn. <laughs> It burned. It burned bad. 
All right, so what did TMZ have to say about this damn box? That's not till the end. <laughs> oh, should I not call it a damn box? Will it come and get me? It might, I don't know. You have to go to Vegas for it to get you, though. Oh, uh, well, I've been there twice. Yeah, but we didn't go to where it's at. That's because you wouldn't let us go. That's because I don't want people jumping out of a doll closet scaring me. <laughs> yeah. YOLO. No, I, yeah, I'd probably have a heart attack and die and then get stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> and you could ha- haunt Zach. That would be fun. I meant haunt, not hunt. I mean... Could do both. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Uh, The Dybbuk box is said to be one of the most haunted items in the world. It is a wine box that is said to be haunted by a Dybbuk, which is a restless, usually malicious spirit believed to be able to haunt and possess the living. Which, like, I feel like, to me, like, that's a demon. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, why does it haunt a box and not a human, then? Um, because we're getting there. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is also said to be a spirit with unfinished business, and since it cannot be at peace, it will possess a person to finish out whatever it didn't finish in their own life. Okay. This story starts with... Oh, I was just gonna say, so it's like, um... Their finished, their unfinished business was like trapping someone in a box, so they're just a box now. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they 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 manifested it into a box. <laughs> I don't know. You said it was unfinished business. Uh, I don't know why else you would haunt a box. Well, they didn't haunt Maybe. the box. They got put in the box. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I see. Okay, never mind. I... Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the box itself was what was haunted. Not that there was, like, a spirit in it. No, the name of the the spirit is called a Dybbuk. Oh. And it's trapped in the box. (laughs) And it's Dybbuk box. (laughs) Okay. Y'all caught up? (laughs) Yep, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, the story starts with Kevin Manis, who purchased the box from an estate sale in 2001. That was your first mistake. (laughs) Yeah, don't buy anything that came from a dead person's house. Especially if it's, like, old-looking. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Well, and the box had belonged to a survivor of the Holocaust in Poland named... I'm going to probably butcher this because I forgot to look up how you say it. Havala. H-A-V-A-L-E-H. Sure. I mean, I'm Polish, but I don't know how you say that. (laughs) Um, You're American. You just have Polish heritage. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She had bought it after escaping to Spain. And immigrating to the United States. Her granddaughter told Kevin about it. And after hearing the story, he wanted to give the family heirloom back. (laughs) She insisted that he keep it. And she said, we don't want it. Okay. Speaking of heritage, so I had to fill out the census for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it asked you your nationality. 
And you're like, I don't want to write that down. <laughs> well, I put Syrian down and I submitted it. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll probably fucking get deported now, even though <laughs> I've lived here 31 years of my life. You'd be like, wait, no, no, I'm actually, I'm also other things. <laughs> yeah, it was like, list everything you are. So I listed German and Syrian because I didn't know what else the fuck to put down. But uh, the granddaughter then told him that it had been her grandmother's, it had been kept in her grandmother's sewing room and it was never open because a Dybbuk was said to live inside of it. <laughs> so he, he did- later opened the box. <laughs> He didn't think the box was the haunted object. He knew there was something inside of the box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I would not have wanted to open this once you find out what's in the box. He later opened the box and he found that it contained two 1920 pennies, a lock of blonde hair bound with a cord, a lock of blackish brown hair bound with a cord, a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom, meaning peace and tranquility, a small wa- golden wine goblet, one dried rosebud, and a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what was... <laughs> I, I know, but like... <laughs> yeah, who? I don't know. Like, do you know what it looks like? Um, no, but I can Google it. It looks like a... It kind. Of, it looks like a really tiny, like wardrobe. I guess it has like two little doors ah, on it. You yes, open. Yes. <laughs> I I remember seeing a picture of it now. Uh, many owners of the box over the years have reported strange things. Uh, Kevin gave the box to his mother for her birthday, and she suffered a stroke the very same day, which was October thirty first. Ooh. Also, this was <laughs> after the- he learned that it was like haunted. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, I I don't know if, like, he didn't believe in it. Like, he was just like, oh, this is cool. My mom can use this for, like, a jewelry box. <laughs> it sounds like some shit I'd do to you. Like, I'd get something, they'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that's like, haunted. Ah, and I'd that's be smart. like, oh, here you go, Heather. <laughs> here you go, mom. Have this haunted object in your house. <laughs> to which I'm never going to come visit you again. <laughs> well, now he can't. Well, that's morbid. Sorry. Uh, All of the owners have smelled cat urine and jasmine flowers and had nightmares involving an old hag. (laughs) I don't know what jasmine smells like, but I don't think anything mixed with cat pee is going to smell good. I'd be like, here's some flowers dipped in ammonia. Yeah. (laughs) Might take them egg farts over that. (laughs) Definitely. Bring on the demon instead of the cat pee. I also forgot to look up this person's name. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt the first name, but I think the last name is Nietzsche. Okay. Nietzsche was the last person that auctioned the item on eBay, and he claimed the box caused lights to burn out and caused his hair to fall out. <laughs> um... Like was he- I mean time I mean time would cause lights to burn out. And your hair to fall out. I think out. it said he was I think it said he was younger. Okay. Like an age that like your hair shouldn't fall out. But was it all of his hair or just like some of it? Or like did he have an undiagnosed condition? Like I I don't those know. Those are just 
two of the most random things to put together. My light bulbs were like out, and technically I lost my like hair. you just might have had like crappy light bulbs. Right. <laughs> when he was ready to get rid of it, he sold it to Jason Haxton, the director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri. Okay. I also, now that I just said that, I noticed that one of them I used their first name for all of it, and the other one I used their last <laughs> name. <laughs> Because apparently typing Jason was so much harder than typing Hexton. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. I understand. If I remember, I'll say it right. Jason wrote a book called The Dybbuk Box. The real original name. And said that he developed strange health problems. Like, although this one, like, hives is not a strange health problem, I feel. No. Um, coughing up blood. <laughs> His, his eyes bleeding and had head to toe welts. So he has like welts like all over his body. Ew. Yeah. That sounds a little painful. Um, he consulted with rabbis to try and find a way to seal the Dybbuk into the box again. Apparently he was successful and he hid it in an undisclosed an, <laughs> an undisclosed location. <laughs> Is 26 acres of land. Oh, well, obviously it became disclosed because somebody knows where it is. Well, he later donated the box to Zach Bagan's museum. Was it still causing him problems? No, like he buried oh. it. Like, <laughs> and then just dug it up to give it to Zach. Yeah. Um... He was inter- then he there was he was interviewed by Zach for his show Ghost Adventures Artifacts, and as soon as Jason walked into the room, <laughs> Zach said, "Please tell me that's a replica." <laughs> nope. Sorry, sir. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was the first time that it had been outside of Missouri in twelve years, and it had been buried for five of them. Not only was it buried. I also definitely just said that different this you did. Time. Uh not only was it buried, but it was also inside a padded military box that was locked. Oh, okay. And plus like he like buried it just like in a random spot so like nobody would know where it was at. Except him. But yeah. But like <laughs> did he like have a marker like sticking out of the ground and be like, hey, don't well, yeah, that's what this. I'm thinking like between that and like, like it had to have been the disturbed ground of where, like, did he just randomly bury things all the time, or? Man, he looked like he might have. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> no, seriously, like, it's on Hulu. It's the first episode of Ghost Adventures Artifacts. Like, <laughs> just what? Like he, actually, both of the guys that he interviewed are like they're creepy. Oh, great. Um. <laughs> He said that after he touched the box for the first time, he was very nauseous and had an ectoplasmic type crud come out of him. Is this like Zach? he like No. Oh, the other guy. Jason. Yeah. Like he vomited like black goo. Well, you might <laughs> want to get that one checked out. You know Oh. Uh he said it also felt like someone had stabbed him with a knife and then ripped it through him. 
and when he woke up, his eyes were bleeding. Oh. I would have went outside and burned the box, for one. Yes. Uh, when asked if he thought that the box was evil, Jason said that it can be evil. It just depends on how you use it. <laughs> Zach then asked, if it's not all bad, then why would you put it in a military box and bury it? Why not display it on your mantle? <laughs> Jason then said, well, not all wishes come true the way you want them to. Which I think is also creepy. 100%. Like, it's not It's not a lamp. It's a cabinet. It's not, it's not a genie. <laughs> There's no Will Smith in this story. No, yes. not even... <laughs> No, there's there's no, no Will's, not even Robin Williams. Well, that's sad. Uh, Zach also had Kevin Manis, the previous owner, come to the museum for an interview. And he asked him what happened with his mother. And he said that he found her on the ground next to the box. And the doors were open when she was having her stroke. She lost her speech and 80% of her eyesight. Uh, she eventually communicated with him and told him that when she opened the doors, it felt like something blew through her and it felt like pure evil. Oh. Kevin then said that a man that was living in Jason's house had died in the basement and they found him sitting in a chair directly over the box. What? Yeah, and then Zach's like, oh, he didn't tell me that. And he's like, yeah, like, that's what I've heard. That, like, that happened. So, like, I guess, like, he was sitting in a chair and, like, the Dybbuk box was underneath it. In a basement? That's so creepy. <laughs> Zach then told Kevin that the Dybbuk box was in the museum down in the isolation room and was wondering if he would like to go see it. <laughs> nah, hard pass. Of course he did go, right? Yes, Kevin agreed, and they took another item down that had belonged to the same family to use as a treasure. <laughs> this is a treasure... A trigger object. So they could observe what happened while Kevin was down there alone. So he was he's Aaron in this instance. <laughs> We're just going to send you down there by yourself. As soon as Kevin entered the room, he put the object on top of the box. And then, with no hesitation, immediately opened it. <laughs> like, it literally almost like it, your mom had a stroke. Like, why would you open it? Yeah, for real, for real. Uh, once he opened it, lights in other parts of the museum started to flicker. And Zach, Aaron, and Billy were in a nerve center watching what was happening with him. But, the, like, they also had, like, the security cameras for, like, the whole museum. Mm -hmm. And Kevin, he kept walking around the basement, but, like, he they had a chair in front of the box for him to sit in, but, like, he would not sit. He was just, like, pacing. Okay. He then started he started talking, like, in a weird voice that was, like, a lot different than what he sounded like talking normal. And then it was super creepy because he was reciting a poem. But then, like, I looked into it, like, to write down what he actually said. And it turned out that he wrote it himself in 2012. <laughs> so he was just, like, reciting parts of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I, th I couldn't, f like, find it written anywhere, so, <laughs> so I had to turn the captions on so I could see what he was saying. <laughs> okay. So this isn't, like, I'm assuming this isn't, like, 
all of it. But it, it regardless, it's like even if it's fake, like it's creepy. Light from the hallway crept into my room, along with a shadow man too, I assume. Never before had I seen such a form that could change the candle's flame licks in a storm. White as a monkey crept in on his knees and perched on the edge of my bed, if you please. Lest he begin, I wait here in the darkness till you fall asleep. Then I come to your dreams with a promise to keep. From the nighttime to morning, I'll torment your soul. I've started to tremble. I covered my head. He had deepened my plot and filled out with delight. I'd just about fallen asleep when it started. I began when I felt something under the bed coming. As, as stench of the shadow man's breath filled the air, and the silence was broken one inch from my ear. As the shadow man whispered, my boy, I'm right here. Like, for one, like, it's creepy, but, like, his voice, like, it just sounded, like, <laughs> so, like, all I could think of was, like, Tales from the Crypt. Okay. <laughs> um, and, like, the whole time he was reciting the poem, he was pacing back and forth in, like, a darkened corner that was, like, even if it is fake, like, it was creepy. Sure. And then, <laughs> and Zach had Theodore, who's, like, an older he's an old man that he I guess he's like dressed like as a butler that works at the museum and he asked him to go down and get him and Kevin had said that there's activity happening above the furnace that's behind the cameras he said it was a wispy sort of manifestation that happened about three times while he was down there and then Zach told Theodore to go back upstairs because he was worried that something might happen to him (laughs) And then, uh, Kevin then said that he had a very apprehensive feeling about what was inside of the box. And he said that it's not something to lay with or play with. I forgot a letter. I was like, but what? But then, like, <laughs> after that, I was like, I don't think that's what I meant to write. Uh, he said it's not something to play with. But, like, then why did he open as soon as he got down there? Like, yeah. if it's not something to play with, like, don't touch it. Right. Uh, Zach felt that Jason and Kevin both had an unhealthy addiction to the box, and he sought help from Rabbi Wine. Like, they went, I, I almost said the wrong one. Synagogue, I almost said mausoleum. That's, (laughs) um, they went, and, like, he, I guess, was gonna, like, pray over them or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And Zach asked him what he knew about the Dybbuk box, and he's like, uh, exactly what everyone hears, that weird things happen to the owner of the box, uh, cause I guess, like, it's more, like, a Jewish type thing, like, I guess, like, just, like, in their, re- their beliefs it, it is. And then he said that <laughs> it might not be more that there's something in the box, it's more of what you need to straighten out about your own soul first. Oh. Uh, then Kevin started, like, violently coughing while the rabbi was talking about God, like, coming back or something. COVID-19. <laughs> he left the room and, like, he was coughing and <laughs> he, he must have been, like, really sweaty because <laughs> Zach's like, he's like, why is he wet? <laughs> why are you wet? No, like that's not how I would 
describe somebody that was sweating. But, like, that was the end of... Because, like, each... It was only, like, half of the episode. And that was, like, the end of it. So I don't know if anything happened to him or not. And then the only other thing I saw from it was that, I guess, Post Malone's really into, like, the paranormal. Okay. And he went to (laughs) the museum, and normally, like, you have to sign a waiver to even be allowed to, like, look at it. Sure. And it's supposed to be in, like, this protective casing and stuff. Well, like, he didn't have to sign a waiver, and, like, the case wasn't on it. And him and Zach were, like, standing... Like, there there is a video of it on TMZ. I guess, like, Zach posted, like, the security footage. And Zach's standing there touching, like, with his hand, like, on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would, why would you touch it, for one? And then, like, Post Malone's, like, standing with his hand on the doorknob, like, ready to walk out. And then, like, he walked over and, like, put his hand on Zach, and then Zach, like, freaked out and, like, backed away. Sometimes he's like, oh, is Post Malone cursed or possessed now? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess people have been saying he's been acting real strange lately. Yeah, it was weird. But, like, that that's the end of the Dybbuk box. <laughs> Interesting. Do you know what a Post Malone is? Since you didn't know what no. a Diplo was? And yeah, I know who. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. Yes, I know what a post Malone is. No, I I don't know if that means anything. I just <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm like, it's like, does that mean something? No, I was just referencing our. Was that Sears Tower? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a Diplo? <laughs> oh. In my defense, though, like, wasn't that whenever you first started being popular? No. <laughs> oh. I think the best part is, like, right after that, the one episode of Ridiculousness he was on there, and I was like, this is a Diplo. <laughs> you can ask me my your question. What are you doing for True Crime Tuesday? Probably sitting on my couch doing nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am covering Stacy Caster. Um, who is not a murder victim, but is a possible murderer. You'll have to tune in next time <laughs> to find out. Um, but until, what are you doing until True Crime Tuesday, which is um, April Great. something. Coming up next. March 31st, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Anyway, um, you can follow us on Instagram at inreference two podcast on Twitter at inreference two. Can send us an email at inreference two podcast at gmail dot com. Um, or you can. Are you mocking me? No, I was just talking along with you. Um, or you can listen to some of our episodes on YouTube. Um, maybe I'll start exporting some more of those again. Um, and then also. On our Instagram and Twitter, uh, we have our Linktree link uh, that has all the platforms that we're on, as well as a link to my Rakuten referral code. So if you don't use Rakuten slash Ebates, if you don't use it already, it's a great way to earn money while you're shopping online. That's all I got. You got anything? Nope. Okay, stay healthy, and until next time.